Welcome to everybody. We are now rolling. This is now live. I've got uh, someone with me here today. I don't even know if you want your name shared. No, I okay. actually do not. All right, then I will go gonna... by All Rights Reserved. All Rights Reserved is with me in studio today, uh, makeshift studio, and we were just discussing some of the some of the stuff we were talking about before we actually pushed the record button. It was great content. Regarding Q, regarding uh, the drops that occurred throughout the last four or five years, um, Trump, whether or not I support him, all that good stuff. And, uh, you know, I'll let you just kind of reiterate coming into this conversation what you were saying about Trump. Yeah. So, well, I was basically just sharing that I think uh, regardless of whether Trump is good or bad, I think that the movement and the collective that's being created behind it is a good thing. Yeah. And that we can't get away from the fact that um, four or five years ago, when I was a little conspiracy theorist, often cornered by myself, not able to have conversations, there actually is a place for dialogue now. And there's millions of people around the planet that are banding together, digital soldiers, whatever you want to call them, that are sharing information. And it's interesting because I do have some friends and family that are completely against it. And they're like, no, nope, it's a PSYOP, it's terrible. And I'm like, where, where do you think that you're getting half of the information that you're speaking of right now? It actually comes from a lot of the people behind the Q movement or whatever. So call them what you want. But at the end of the day, they are actually helping to push forward, I think, a lot of truths that all of us need, mm -hmm. regardless if Trump is good or bad. Yeah, and and you know that that relates to what I thought about the PPC here in Canada, um, you know where I have information sufficient enough to tell me whether or not that leader was actually for the people, and he isn't. Um, but that the movement itself, I believe it actually had a greater effect on the consciousness of Canada than what yeah. they intended. Yeah, because the amount of people that actually showed support the amount of people that actually wanted that level of freedom to come forward was higher than we've ever seen mm -hmm. was well, a million people right and whereas you know in the past that would never that wasn't happening um and you know while they they mission accomplished they split the vote enough uh, to make sure that things continued as they were. Mm -hmm. uh, and, of course, you know, the whole idea behind that was to make sure that it became the colossal waste of money that they consistently insist on spending. Mm -hmm. um, but that, you know, we, the unintended, the unintended consequence was, was that now there are people in politics, in writings, that stand for freedom. That's right. And had that not happened, we would have been way worse off. And so and others, I see the benefit behind it. Again, I don't vote. I, I know why I don't vote. Yeah, I didn't vote either. I can't. I can't bear the thought. Like, I don't think I could sleep at night knowing that I partook in a parliamentary system that exists solely on the premise that someone's rights could potentially be at risk simply because they're outnumbered. Mm -hmm. um, I just It's disgusting to me. But I get why people do it. I get why they want that to occur. And I think that that movement, what occurred with the PPC, it literally ran away on itself. That's why things like, oh, you're not allowed to debate. Um, or why did they not get a single seat? Mm. Or airtime. When so we know full well. Yeah, that there were ridings that voted more than sufficiently. You know, like the, his his rallies were bigger than the conservative rallies. Yeah. So we know full well 
yeah. that they would have gotten some seats, but obviously, and and right on par with the uh, concerns that, that are coming out of, especially Arizona. Did you see the Arizona? No. Arizona uh, election. Audit. Oh, oh, that Maricopa or Maricopa County, like that mm-hmm. whole thing. Yes. Yeah. Well, and the media's taking one angle with it. Shocking. Well, I know. Of course. But, uh, but the fact that the facts are facts. Well, and when you look at the fact that Dominion's headquarters were based out of Toronto and the minute that this stuff broke, they closed up shop, shut down LinkedIn. Like that's not suspicious yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously, and I have said from the beginning, I've never actually voted. Never. Good. Um, I have always... Thank you for your service. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, I've just, I've always believed, I mean, prior to obviously everything that we're going on, that's going on right now, um, I've never believed in the system. Mm -hmm. And I've always believed that on some level it was rigged. Um, If you look at the things that have transpired over the years prior to COVID, prior to uh, the situation that we're in right now, when has there ever been anything that is ultimately for the people? They're mm-hmm. going to do what mm-hmm. they want to do. And I've instinctually known that. Mm-hmm. And so I've just never wanted to go and stand in in some gymnasium for two hours to cast a vote for something that really doesn't matter at the end of the day. Um, they were going to put the people in place that they want to. Um, these individuals are selected, not elected. And I don't think that right now what's happening that we're even going to vote our way out of it, right? No. We are the people that we've been waiting for. And we cannot rely on these outside entities. It's snake oil. And that's what they have been selling us for a long time. But I do think that um, the general population around the planet is starting to wake up to this. And I think that we are starting to realize. So to your point, I agree with your sentiments around the PPC, regardless of whether he's good or not, it is creating people within the province, within each city that is supporting these things. That ultimately is a good thing. And that's what's going to lead to change. But it needs to start local. Correct. Right. And and that's the key. Now the time is to go to those people and say, okay, so the federal election was a loss. Mm -hmm. That's okay. What you stand for can still apply. That's right. And thankfully we are set up enough that if we take power back on a local level, Mm -hmm. then that takes the power away from the federal. That's right. So let's do it. That's and that's I join think, the school boards. Well, this is Get just on city council. this is yeah. just it, right? Yeah. Get out there, talk within your community, build community. Yeah. I think when I am looking at the overall perspective of everything that's happening in the world right now, where my heart bleeds the most is for the overall sense of humanity, the divisions that are being created, when really it's, no, we are fundamentally good. We need to get back to basics. We need to understand, get to know your neighbor. 100%. Just have a conversation. This division that they're pushing through these political parties, and I actually, remember we had gone over that one meme that I'd sent you, right? The liberal conservative party, and I'm like, I find it hilarious that their platforms are identical, identical. literally (laughs) identical. And yet this is the very thing that is disrupting families. Like some people can't even have a family dinner together without politics erupting and causing division within the people that love you the most at the end of the day. And they're literally voting for the same platform. (laughs) This is the part that I'm like, 
do you even realize yeah. what they're doing? They are causing and sowing division mm -hmm. within your own family structure, and they are they're literally it's the same thing there's yeah. no need for you guys to be us as in general to be having these kind of divisional yeah. tactics taken yeah. on us so i do think people are waking up to that i think we are getting smart to these um you know the snake oil that has been sold mm -hmm. and i think that the way that we're going to get out of this is recognizing that it's us that's going to save us yeah there's no political candidate. That's right. We're not in the same realm. They don't care about us. You know, and this this brings up one of the principles that I've been teaching for the last few years is, you know, when when you are expecting someone else to take responsibility over your life, you're automatically saying, I don't want responsibility over my life. Right. And the moment you do that, you're actually also giving up governance. Yeah. And this is why I think that there's a lot of struggle for people to to adopt that mentality of freedom because it means that they're going to have to be responsible. It means that they're going to have to self-govern. And so it's just easier to pass it up and be like, oh, no, yeah, I'm just going to elect so-and-so because they're going to make sure that those things that I want come about. And it's like, yeah, the moment you do that, you're actually saying, I don't want responsibility over my life, period. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what you're doing. Um, and so, yeah, that, um, you know, it's, it's a, yeah. Well, and I think Canada especially is in a unique position because, um, I mean, what I see happening right now is, I mean, if people don't wake up quick, we're, we're heading towards Australia, which is terrifying to think. But um, I think the biggest problem is convenience safety. This is kind of the world that, that we've been bred into, mm -hmm. right? Um, I don't have to be responsible for myself. It's easy for me to click a button and have things delivered to me. Like we have never, we haven't had it hard. Right. We also don't have it in our DNA, um, massive trauma, tragedy within our nation. So you look at some of the countries around the world right now that are standing up, it's because take within, a look back yeah, in their history books right. and not they, far no and they so they can recognize yeah. these things it's literally ingrained in their dna right. so they're able to stand up and stand up quickly and say i see this tyranny that's coming in right mm -hmm. now and i'm saying no canadians were a little slow on the draw and, and i do been, have faith and i am optimistic yep. that we will get there um but i think it it does i think you're right it comes down to a massive uh, amount of responsibility and then if you look at what has the narrative that's being pushed over the last two, three years leading up to where we are is trying to create safe spaces. We're trying to create this generation of individuals that were okay with giving mm -hmm. up our sovereigns, right? And yeah. that was obviously not without massive strategic planning behind it. Oh, yeah. Never underestimate the effectiveness of government-funded education. No, indoctrination, right? So, yeah. but what I, the funny thing that I, that I find that I kind of sat back and watched this narrative unfold, that I was like, people, have you not forgotten that we have always been for the underdog mm -hmm. we love the story of the hero's journey yeah. having some sort of tragedy trauma um that exists in people's life and being able to overcome it through 
self-governance through responsibility. We love that story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is something we we cheer yeah. that individual on. Yeah. So um, I just, I sat back and I would watch this narrative unfold and I would see people riding in the streets and fighting and turning on each other. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's wrong people. Yeah, right. <laughs> other direction, go the other yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tragedy can sometimes be good. And I and that's why I do think ultimately this is not going to be the great reset. This will be the great awakening. And I think that people are going to recognize when this is all said and done because we're up for some hard times. So here, yeah, so you're touching base on something that ties in with the fourth turn. Do you ever read the fourth uh, turn? Yes, okay. I have. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Every then, 75 to 100 years and here yeah, we are. Yeah, yep. and here we are. Yep. Um, you know, what, what we're experiencing is a, certainly an awakening and mm-hmm. that, that's always the case. Um, I just think that, uh, we're at the cusp of the hard times yep. because we had it good for quite a while, like a letter. Oh, we had it good for, I mean, think about it for a second. When in history, tell me, tell me, tell me what you think. Um, you drive a, what kind of vehicle is it? Caddy. Okay, cool. So it's probably about 3,500 to 4,200 pounds, I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. So tell me, how in the world would you be able to get that thing to travel 100 kilometers an hour down the QE2 without oil? That would make for a very difficult journey. Push. 100 kilometers an hour. Come on. Let's go. How? Yep. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you're getting at. What do you mean? You can't. No. <laughs> okay, I was like, and even if some... you could, even no, if you could, I could push it, but I wouldn't be going at the speed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. But here's the thing: so now you're going 100 kilometers in one hour mm-hmm. for about twenty dollars of fuel. Yeah. Do you think you could pay someone <laughs> to push that thing for a hundred kilometers in one hour and no. say, "Here's twenty bucks"? No, not at all. No, <laughs> we literally happen. live in a world of impossibility at the moment. Yeah, we that's really how do. good we have it. Yeah, it's true. Right. Yeah. So I think um, you know because that's how good we had it. This ties it. This ties in the fourth turning ties in with the principle of how uh, you know, good times. Hard times produce good men, strong men, and then strong men produce good times. Yeah, good times. But good times produce weak, weak men. men, and then weak men produce bad times. Yep. And so we have been weak. Yep. For, we have. For a long time. Yeah. And we've been relying on the government for strength. Yep. In, in a very perverted sense. Mm-hmm. And so what we're headed into is going to be some hard times. But here, here's the cool thing. You aren't going to get the awakening without it. No. So this is good. That's honestly, I truly feel like at the end of the day that that is why that this is all happening. So I did not have the most magical childhood growing up. Um, And part of the reason why I do think that I have been... um, I guess I could consider myself to be very blessed and fortunate where I'm at currently in my life. And one of my strengths is actually identifying and connecting with people. But that came from the shit. Mm -hmm. That came from going through adversity when I was young. So I have a unique perspective when I'm dealing with people. And I'm able to have a far better understanding to someone else's plight 
simply because I have gone through things myself. So when I tell people my life story, sometimes they're like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry to hear Mm -hmm. that. And I'm like, please don't be. I'm not sorry at all. I'm actually quite grateful for those experiences because it has made me way more compassionate. We're able to draw from it. Oh, for sure. Like, I I definitely think that it's been a benefit. Um, And so I think what we're about to enter into, um, I mean, of course, I'm still remaining optimistic that it's not going to get as bad as maybe a lot of the doomsday people are predicting, it could. Mm-hmm. Um, I also believe in how we think about what's going to happen will also help shape and shift what will happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I do think that there does need to be a level of uncomfortability that people experience to understand that we don't want to go back to the w- right. where we were, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure you've heard the expression before, is stop trying to fight the system that we're in and you just create a new system until the old system becomes obsolete. Right. And I think that's where we need to go. Mm -hmm. I think, and there is people that are coming together right now that recognize the need for that. And we can do that in a way that we are inclusive to people that we're standing in honor. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think humanity right now is actually going through a period of remembering who we are. That's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. ultimately, these things, um, I had I like to do a lot of creative writing in my spare time, and I recall last summer sitting on my couch and just watching these riot after riot and division yeah. and hatred, and my heart was breaking for humanity because I was just like. <sighs> no, don't go down this road. Mm -hmm. Like we're directing our hate towards the wrong people. Um, There's so many puppeteers that are pulling the strings above this. And Mm -hmm. it was really sad to watch people like not recognizing that that's where it was coming from. Like we are more friend than foe amongst one another. And I do think that part of this whole process is really humanity, just forgetting who we fundamentally are. And some of that comes from the creature comforts that we've had our entire lives, right? If I'm cold, I can go and turn up a thermostat in my house. Yeah, I didn't have to go and chop the wood and build a fire and go through what our ancestors did. And so I think because we've become so comfortable to those things, it's why government overreach has become so easily identifiable for a lot of people. And they don't want their creature comforts taken away because everything else is hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And the times coming up very well could be hard, but the reward on the other side of that is going to be so much sweeter. Yeah. No, no, for sure. It's always that way. And I think like the, the post-apocalyptic images that we have in our head as a result of, you know, the, the, the fear mongering that has gone on, especially in some communities. Right. I think that legitimately that could be happening in some areas of the planet. Yeah. Um, but that, you know, where there is... Uh, where there is a lot of innovation and people that are entrepreneurial, we're going to come up with solutions that solve these things. Like, like for instance, black. Like we've got initiatives going on right now where there's going to be checkpoints throughout the city for people that get stuck in the city if shit hit were to fan. Mm-hmm. If shit were to hit the fan, those checkpoints are going to have storage, food. Mm. Right. Mm. We're doing that now. Wow. Right? Because yeah. we recognize that that might be something that's going to be needed. Right. And if it's not, 
great. When it's all done, we can use it still. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I have a prepper's closet for sure. Yeah. That I was like, if if shit doesn't hit the fan, I, this is not going to go yep, to waste. No right? Yeah. Think of my grocery bill in a year. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be nothing. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So yeah, no, we're we're innovative. Like, and you think about it, we survived the fucking ice age. Yes. I think we can handle. We can. I think that a lot of people are going to struggle again with the creature comforts, right? Oh, but, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, no, and, and myself included. Jeez, like, yeah. I have even had these moments of, like, just sitting in my place and looking around and being like, this is good. I kind of like this. Do? What yeah, am I going to do without do? my Captain Crunch? <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> like, I really like chocolate raspberry truffle coffee in the morning. Like, what am I going to do? So, you know, but I also, I, I guess this is where I have the advantage that I was speaking of earlier in my childhood growing up and going through, um, you know, tough times. And I was actually, I lived on the streets. I don't even know if I've shared that with you before, but I, I did live on the streets and... I remember finding pine trees that we could sleep under um, until the morning and we would ride um, the trains until they stopped running to stay warm. And that was, you know, you were warm until about 1 a.m. And uh, so all of those experiences, you know, I have to draw from and think like, okay, if I was able to go through those experiences and get to where I am now, um, there's no reason why we can't all go through those things again. And it, those experiences have made me so much more appreciative yeah. for the things that I have, right? So I think we will come out on the other side of it. It's just going to be a matter of having to learn to do things differently than mm -hmm. what we have thus far. Um, but the one thing that I keep drawing back up, and I'm, I'm curious if you've had these moments too, because I do like to remain in a state of um, optimism, but I've had my days. Like when the passports came in, I needed to take a day. Like I woke up and I was like, I just want to pull the covers over. I don't want to leave my house today. And I was really upset because I was just like, I cannot believe with the information that is out and available that this is happening right now. Um, and I'm really sad for the people that good good people that are supporting it that just don't have all of the information and so I throw no shade their way I like I'm the type of individual that I I am literally like I think we need to project love onto those that just don't understand yet um so this is not me trying to take a stance on you know creating any more division but it was really difficult for me that I was just like, I can't believe it. There's so much information on why this is so completely ineffective. And I took a day and I was like, all right, I will give you one day yeah. <laughs> and then you need to get back into the fold. Um, and so I do think that um, what kind of brought me out of that was I was actually listening to a short on YouTube and it was like a 30 second clip of Jordan Peterson it had nothing to do with anything that was going on uh, right now. He, it was like some, I don't know, some talk that he had years ago, but there was one thing that he said that I was like, oh, that, that is it right there. He said, he was talking about somebody that was complaining about something that had gone awry in his life. And Jordan Peterson said to him, okay, 
while you're in your little victimhood, why did this happen to me? I can't believe, well, what happened before that? Okay, what happened before that? Okay, what happened before that? Okay, ah, that's where it is. That's what you did mm -hmm. to create that circumstance. And he said, this was the, the moment. You cannot twist the fabric of reality and expect it not to snap back on you. Mm. And I was like, that's what these people are trying to do right now. It right. is so against the fundamental laws of nature. Mm -hmm. I think this reality that they are trying to impose is going to snap back on them. Of course. Absolutely. The human spirit mm -hmm. is so strong mm -hmm. that although there's still a lot of people that might not fully realize what's happening right now, I do believe that there's going to be some sort of, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's going to be like some sort of cosmic consciousness shift. I don't know. Something's going to happen or there's going to be some sort of information. Something's going to come out and that's going to be it. And that mass shift in consciousness, you just wait what is going to be on the other side of that. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited for that. So that's what keeps me going every day. That when I think about how hard I know people like yourself and a ton of others that are out in this movement trying to do the right thing, trying to find a way through this, I'm like, I believe that there is going to be so much good that comes out on the other side because we're remembering who we are. Yeah. Our ancestors were warriors. Mm -hmm. So are we. Mm -hmm. That's in our blood. That is in our DNA. Yeah. Yeah. And community will form as a result of that. Absolutely. And that's what the government has ultimately tried to um, like remove from our culture and Absolutely. our society, right? Yeah. And like we'll really look at, look at the last uh, the last order. The last order actually has very little to do with whether or not you're getting jabbed. Right. Right. What is it about? That what what is it actually about? And this, yeah, yeah, that's it. I actually hadn't even thought about it it's from about that perspective. The unjabbed, yes, not being able to gather. Yeah, that's the theme. Yeah, the so, pandemic of the unvaccinated. When, if you just think about this from a logical perspective, if we have seventy percent of the population vaccinated, shouldn't we at least see a reduction? Why are we seeing, like, in some cases, like, triple fold yeah. from where we were this time last year? Mm -hmm. So even if it is the unvaccinated, which logically speaking, that just doesn't even make sense because we know traditionally how bacteria and virus works is it's going to mutate around something that's trying to stop it, yes. right? So, I mean, Take years of learning and understandings that we've all collectively shared. We'll throw that out the window for a minute. Um, just the percentage of people that have their double dose, we should be seeing a reduction, mm -hmm. not an increase. It just logically, I just make it make sense. Yeah. Well, we, we aren't 100% sure, but we actually have reason to believe that the percentages that they're giving, what is it, 78 or 80%? I don't even think it's that high. Well, what they're saying is that that's how many people, that's the percentage of people that showed up for their booked appointment. Mm. Interesting. So whether they actually got it or not, are you saying? No. So it's like out of all the people that booked, we got 80% of them. <sighs> 
Oh, I get what you're putting down. I have said this though, because I do think, I mean, part of the the media's um, narrative and agenda is to make us feel like we are the minority, right? And that there's very few people that think along the same lines that we do. And this is where I, I mean, it's hard to say, right? Um, I have friends that based on their social media following, they will tell you that, like, no, we're screwed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, everybody feels this way. I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, you're also looking at it from a perspective of your particular personal friend list, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. Um, that, I do think, needs to be taken into the equation. But the other part of it is how many good people out there are just not speaking mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we're not seeing that flip side of it, right? So there's a lot of people that are still silent right now that feel the same way that you and I do, um, but there's still a lot of risk involved in trying to speak up and speak out. And I mean, they've done a great job in censorship, which should be everybody's red flag. Like when you, if you can point me to a time in history where censorship has been on the right side of history, I would love to see it. No. So, and I think that people fundamentally on some level, they do know this deep down inside. They recognize something's not right. Right. But the news narrative, the social media narrative is telling me that I'm crazy Mm -hmm. if I think or feel that way. Right. And I don't, obviously, I don't think that many people are, are those individuals anyways, are well aware of who owns those agencies and who's profiting off of that and why the narrative is being pushed the way that it is. So I, I think that there is actually way more people that recognize that something's not quite right. And I even know people that have been double-dosed that are questioning like why is it being pushed to this degree and these are like good-hearted simple folk that like have never dabbled in a conspiracy believe 9-11 was totally (laughs) what it's portrayed as you know they have no clue they're just like out there good folk living their life making their living taking it back to their family doing the right thing right and i've had even those individuals coming up to me lately saying I'm just like, I'm not understanding. If people don't want it, why? Why? And I was like, I don't, mm, mm, that's a good question. Why do you think that is? Mm-hmm. Right? And kind of pushing it back on them to do some of that critical thinking that the government's done a great job oh. removing. Uh, right? Yeah. And all of this is by design. And, and, you know, when you see it and you hear it, you know it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then how much of this is like, bots and like controlled on social media. So that's another thing too, that I got off of social media about two years ago before everything got like super crazy. And, um, I just instinctually on some level was just like, I know I need to delete every app on my phone because I had, I don't know, just a feeling of what was coming that I was just like, I don't even want to be exposed to it because mm-hmm. I know that they are about to try to manipulate my mind and I yeah. just don't even want to give them an avenue to be able to do right. so. Yeah. 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 So you talked about uh, some creative writing. Yeah. Did you want to talk about 
That piece? That piece. Yeah, I could. Okay. We could talk about that. There's actually another piece that I don't even know if I've shared with you. It's the second one you shared at the at the Carolot. Yes. Yeah. The truth one. If there was one that I had to pick over the other. But yeah, we can talk about this one. What I like about this one here is that it's more it's more unifying. Yes. It's saying, hey, really take into consideration how ludicrous you know this must be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sh should I read it? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Okay. All right. So this is called, uh, who are these people? Who are they? I don't know. All right. 2019. We all got along. Well, for the most part, there were some assholes. We didn't like them much. But we all agreed an asshole was an asshole. Life in comparison to where we currently are was good. I miss 2019, don't you? 2020. In the spring, that thing came. You know, the thing. It impacted the hearts and minds of the entire world. In the beginning, we all agreed that we we're in this together because, well, we're awesome like that. It's what we do. We got this. Summer 2020. Differing opinions from just about every angle and every topic known to man started to change. What I once knew was no longer. I didn't recognize this place. Where was I? What world was I in? Why do we suddenly hate each other? Why do politics suddenly rule my existence? Yours. Who are these people? They used to be in the backdrop of our lives. Now they've taken center stage and I'm pretty sure they don't care. They never really have. We all knew this. We all agreed. Well, until they told us that we don't. They told us we agree on nothing. That we hate each other. We hate our country. We hate the color of other people's skin. The policies, the policies, they scream from their gold-laden podiums. The policies are at fault. Well, was it not them who created them? It wasn't me. Was it you? Something seems off here. A few short months ago, the world wasn't so chaotic. Feels like they're dividing us, not bringing us together. What is going on here? Who are these people? I certainly didn't vote for this. Did you? Differing, oh, sorry, fall 2020. Differing opinions continued. Politics captured us and kept us riveted to the speaking faces on our TV, phone screens, and social media. Even if you didn't like politics, you were suddenly identifying with one side or the other. Confusing mandates, restrictions, and the like tightened its grasp on a system tied right back to politics. Coiled around us like a snake. I think they named that snake, and I'm pretty sure its name is Fear. I can't think. I can't figure out what is going on. Suddenly, their speaking points became ours. Wait, what? How did that happen? Who are these people? They are telling me I'm not who I know I am. They are telling you you're not who you know you are. We try to turn away, but they shout slurs and attack. You try to defend, but they send their social media soldiers. It's too much. So I stay silent. It's easier this way. But I'm beginning to wonder, am I in an abusive relationship with my government? Are you? Winter, 2020. Longest two weeks of my life. How about you? How is this not over yet? 
politics, politics, and more politics, somehow we're all pulled in, tricky little devils they are, to focus my intention on something in 2019 I didn't even care about. By now, they've blundered virtually everything. They've lied, gotten caught, and lied some more. I'm beginning to wonder if the language of snakes is lies. It must be. It's all they seem to speak. They don't care about me. They don't care about you. Anyways, stay home. Don't spread the thing. Our loving leaders have a plane to catch. Snakes don't like the cold, apparently. Spring 2021. It's here. It's here. The cure. Thank God fear can start to relinquish its deathly grip. Goodbye, snake. Bon voyage. Wait. No, it's back. It didn't stop it. It's now coiled tighter than before. I can't breathe. Please stop. Please. I was just starting to catch my breath. I need a minute to think. Is it safe? Will I be? What is going on? Oh, great. Here comes those politicians again. Their opinions so perfectly timed to write when I'm questioning my own. Summer 2021. Okay, what is going on here? There is a feeling in the pit of my stomach. Something is not right about all of this. How have we gone this long and there still is no discussion on actual health? I'm confused. So much doesn't make sense. It feels like they're speaking for everyone, but I don't hear my voice. Do you hear yours? The snake has fully coiled my throat now. I can't speak. I'm scared. Why are they taking voices away? Who are these people? What do they want? After everything that has happened, the destruction, the turmoil, the lies, how can I possibly trust them? Do you? I mean, do you really? Have they ever been honest? I trust people, friends, family, my community. They've always been good. But them? Politicians? They certainly haven't. Even before the thing, we all agreed that they were not to be trusted. When did that change? Was it that snake named Fear? Hmm. I bet it was. Snakes are sneaky like that. Haven't we been told about snakes before? I think we have. Many times. They slither so smoothly, though. They're hard to see coming. Watch your step. But I mowed my lawn today. I'm looking both ways before I step. I don't trust these snakes and neither should you. We are nothing of what they have tried to convince us that we are. Hateful, spiteful, divided, no. That is not who we are. We are perfect. Flaws and all, you are perfect. You are loved. I love you. I accept you however you come, for better, for worse, richer or poorer, in sickness and in health, because that is who we are, who we've always been. Screw these snakes. All they do is lie. Remember that. Mm. That's so good. <laughs> Thank you. Humanity is at this moment, right? Mm -hmm. It's where we're... This is where we're at. This is where we're at. Um, so we've got... 
a whole pile of these pamphlets. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, we, we've talked about it for about a month. I know that the problem that we had with the printing was that, well, at least what I got for an email was that supplies were low. And so it took a while for it to get done. Um, but we would love for people to reach out and say that they want a pack. Now, we're, we're local. We're local here in Edmonton. Um, you know, it'd be awesome if you were to come and pick up a box. And mm. If you have some friends that want to go out to parking lots and put this underneath some uh, windshield wipers, that'd be fantastic. Yes. Uh, you know, get the word, get the word out. Yeah. This is, this Take is it a to message. the office. Yeah. Put it in the break room. Totally. This we, is great water cooler conversation. What's great about this kind of initiative is is what happens as a result is that we start getting communities of people talking about this kind of yeah. uh, you know what let's call it propaganda. Yeah, it is. And and what that does is it it starts opening their hearts and their minds to possibly having other types of conversations. Now we're not going to get everybody, Mm-mm. but that's not the point. The point is to bring communities together. Yeah. And recognizing everything that we've just kind of talked about tonight, right, that Mm -hmm. the political party, whatever side of the spectrum that you sit on, it's recognizing that the us against them that they're creating is really nothing more than us against them. Mm -hmm. It's not within. It's not your family members. It's not your friends. Um, Those are the people that at the end of the day, when the going gets tough, that's who you're reaching out to. I promise you, you ain't calling any of these politicians. And even if you do, they ain't coming. So um, we need to recognize that, that when it comes down to it, we're the people that we've been waiting for. Mm -hmm. Mm Absolutely. Um, did you want to talk about any other initiatives that you have going on right now? Is there is there something I know that you you stay out of the public eye, mm-hmm. but um, you know is there something like because because I know a lot of people I probably get about ten to fifteen requests a day out of a hundred, uh, and they are they're not asking for help. They're not asking for hey, how do I you know avoid having to get jabbed for my job? Mm. Um, how do I keep you know it's not how do I keep my business open? That was last year. Right. Um, you know, a lot of people are asking right now, the biggest need that I see is people are looking for some hope. Um, and, and I get it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm surrounded by things that are hopeful. Right. So I, I get that. Uh, I, I have my sources of information that keeps me going every day, Same. but a lot of people are really hurting Yeah. and they don't know where, and, and that makes sense too, because it's like, Look at social media. Look at the media. Never mind social media. It is constantly negative. I was talking to someone that I've known for seven, six years. And as long as I've known him, he has always watched the news all the time. And I mean CNN. And that was his source of information uh, in, in how he kept a pulse on what's happening throughout the world. Interestingly, about 10 months ago, mm-hmm. he stopped cold turkey. Mm. But he hasn't replaced it with anything. Mm. And so he's feeling like he doesn't know what's positive. Well, I think that kind of comes from what we were talking about earlier, right? Like, I think people flounder when they don't feel um, control. Mm-hmm. Right. And we feel that there's outside entities that are infringing on our ability to control our own lives and our own narratives. The one thing that I would say is um, getting involved in community, like honestly, 
put your black mirror down, go greet your neighbor, go talk to people, go start just, I think, I mean, I think it really is as simple as just like starting conversation and it doesn't need to be about conspiracies. You don't need mm -hmm. to get into the hot button issues that can trigger people and, and, you know, evoke an emotional response. Um, buy the guy outside 7-Eleven a coffee, um, start taking part in acts of humanity. It can be small things. I think that that does a lot to nourish the soul and kind of bring a level of calmness. And when you do good, you feel good, mm -hmm. right? So I think that's one part of it. I think a second part of it is um, I, I don't want to fear monger, but I do think that there is benefit to getting somewhat prepared you know, go pick up a few extra cans of food, put a few things away so that it also brings you, it's that peace of mind, right? Like if I get an alarm system put in my house, it's not because I want an intruder to come in, but I just want that peace of mind knowing that if something were to happen, I have that layer of protection, right? Um, and then I really recommend to people, get rid of all social media, um, turn off CNN, um, pick up the phone, call your grandma, call your mom, call your dad, call your auntie, um, you know, have some conversations, get some FaceTime going. Um, if you can, I really do recommend that I think that having personal interactions with people is super important. Um, um, there's a level of connection that comes from that, that you're just not going to get over these digital ways of communication, right? And it can really nourish the soul. And then when was the last time you read a book? Go get the fourth turning, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like, the, and then maybe this is something that, you know, we can even add um, to this podcast is in the description, just add uh, some recommended books yep. for people to yep. go and uh, look into. And, uh, you know, people in the comments, Mm -hmm. recommend some good books that uh, I think that that is something that um, I have found a lot of solace in, in the last few months mm -hmm. is actually going and turning a page, not on my Kindle, yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah. going through the digital, just getting back to those basic moments. So nice. um, and if you are going to watch videos on YouTube or BitChute or wherever else, be selective. Be very selective. I think your digital health is just as important as your physical health and mental health, right? Well, it leads to your mental health. Mm -hmm. So be very cautious of the same way that we're conscientious about what we're putting into our bodies. Um, you need to be as conscientious about what you're putting into your mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there are some people that I know um, who... You know, they don't even have the same friends and family that they actually once had because of the division that's going on. And to that, you know, I, I recommend find people and maybe you do have to use social media to find those communities. I know that that's how I found the community that I'm in right now. Yeah. Um, that, you know, you want to find people who are loving. You want to find the people that are collaborating. Mm -hmm. You want to find the people that are valuing the development of their consciousness that's true. Because that's that's where you're going to benefit the most. Stop hanging out with people that don't wish the best for you. Yeah. Stop hanging out with people that literally, the way that they speak, it's almost like they want the virus to continue. Yeah. You know? Um, and, and, and really pay attention to the language of the people that are around you. And if you detect that they are advocating for you, and it's not about whether or not you get the jab. It's not about whether or not you wear a mask. It's not even about whether or not you agree. If you detect a language that says, 
I don't want you to have a choice. Run. Mm. Find someone else to hang out with. Mm-hmm. Because I guarantee you there are a lot of there are there are a lot of people that that want to they want to support you. They want to help you. They and and they're looking for opportunities That's to true. help more people. Yeah. Those are the people that you want to seek because they wish the best for you. And when you win, they're going to cheer you on. When yeah. you lose, they're going to encourage you to get back up. Mm-hmm. A lot of the world right now, because they're living in such incredible levels of fear, they don't have the capacity to help you, even if they wanted to. No, they don't. I think that's a really great point. And um, I know, like, I've been very fortunate in this that I have found my people. Mm-hmm. I, I somewhat believe in, I don't know if you want to call it the the collective we we made like a soul contract when we came here that when this ship pops off we're gonna find each other and we have and it has been um extremely fortifying in my own mission in being around like-minded people that support the same things that i do um it helps you feel a little less crazy Mm -hmm. um when you have an entire bought and paid for media telling you otherwise. Um, so it's really helped reinforce those things for myself. But the other thing I do want to say that I think is really important for the people that are operating out of fear, because that's exactly what it is. Um, I cannot stress it enough. Please send those people love. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They need it more than the people like you and I that are Mm like-minded. Yeah, we need to support each other. Those people are the ones that need the most amount of love. And we had touched earlier before we got onto the podcast tonight, we were talking about common law. And I was saying that the biggest takeaway that I got from going down that rabbit hole and understanding common law was empowerment. And empowerment means that I'm coming from a place that I live in honor. And honor and empowerment does not include defaming profanity, aggression. I can hold my position Mm -hmm. and I'm not concerned about whether or not you agree with me. Um, I can recognize that you're in a place right now that you're not maybe seeing the same things. And we live in like two alternate realities right now. What does your social media feed tell you versus what does my social media feed tell me? So it's all digital diet. Mm -hmm. And we need to be extremely, um, we need to be extremely cautious about what it is that we're intaking. But for the people that don't understand, um, aren't on the same level, are not getting it, please just send those people with love. The best way that we're going to get people to wake up and come to our camp is if we show that we're a place that is of unity and love. Yeah, be a demonstration. Of, yeah, of peace exactly. And love. Yeah. 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 So true. Well, thank you so much. All rights reserved. It's fantastic <laughs> to have you here. It's uh, a pleasure. I definitely look forward to more, especially as more progresses. Yeah. Um, the more the more that we have news come forward, the more that we have developments, especially in the local area. Um, I'm confident that we're going to have some great conversations in the future. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good day. You too.